you know, agency work is basically, it's also called client services. And so you got to service the client. And a lot of that is based on not relationship building and just like how the way that you, you know, it's, it's like it's customer service, basically, but at a, at a higher level, I suppose. Do you want to learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and grow your business from successful entrepreneurs, startups, and CEOs without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresham Harkness values your time and is ready to share with you precisely the information you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO podcast. I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Danavir Saria of Supply Drop Media. Danavir, it's great to have you on the show. Hey, man. It's great to, it's great to be on the show. Yes, excited to have you on. And before we jump into the interview, I want to read a little bit more about you so everybody can learn about all the awesome things that you're doing. And Danavir is a 12-year digital marketing veteran and entrepreneur. He started out as a 16-year-old writing emails for internet marketers. And today he runs an e-commerce email marketing agency that consistently drives revenue for six, seven, and eight-figure e-commerce brands. Danavir, super excited again to have you on the show. Are you ready to speak to the IMCO community? Yeah, let's get started. Let's make it happen then. So to kind of kick everything off, I wanted to rewind the clock a little bit, hear a little bit more on how you got started, what I call your CEO story. Sure. So the way I started, uh, like you said, I started when I was 16 years old. Um, basically, at the time, I was really into fitness. And I just happened to be, a, you know, when you go into fitness, you, you know, you're a 16 year old kid, you start Googling stuff. Eventually, you get you start getting into like the fitness gurus. And it just so happened that one of those fitness gurus was a guy named Craig Ballantyne, who uh, these days he's like a, he coaches other people to do like productivity and stuff. But back right. then he was just like a, he was just a fitness guy making six figures online, selling workout programs, which is what I wanted to do. Um, and, but he said, you know, if you want to get started into this, into this kind of stuff, uh, you should go out and help someone for free. And this is where a little bit of a turn here. Uh, I happened to at that time because of Craig and other people, I followed other internet marketers. One of them was, was a guy named Gideon Shawick. And Gideon, he had a case study. He taught about how to grow on YouTube. He had a case study on a dude, a street magician, who grew his YouTube channel following Gideon's advice. And so I literally cold emailed the street magician. Um, and I, because and I, at the time, I also liked street magic. Um, and I just told him, hey, can I help you for free? Uh, you know, whatever it is you need. And after a couple of months going back and forth between him, I mean, I uh, eventually told me, hey, I'll pay you 200 bucks a month to write emails for me. They're really easy. Uh, and then I was like, yeah, I was 16 years old. You know, I know all the way to make money. So let's do it. And uh, and that's that's literally how I got started into internet marketing and digital marketing in general. Nice. I, I love kind of hearing that story. And I think so much is, you know, said for, you know, going after your passions and things that you're interested in. I think especially with the way the internet and everything has been, um, people are making, you know, a sizable amount of, of, of revenue from being able just to follow their passion. So I love kind of hearing how, you know, you leaning into that and going to help people out kind of took you to everything you're doing now. Exactly. Yeah, that's that's. I mean, it's, it's the lowest hanging fruit and it just so happens that the people who I was following at the time were into like also teaching business and stuff. So I guess I kind of got lucky too. 
Yeah, absolutely. A little luck is, is definitely, definitely needed in success. So definitely, um, of course, love to hear that. So I wanted to drill down a little bit more, hear how you're working with your clients now. Could you take us through a little bit more on how that works and how you're serving the clients you work with? Right. So um, I do email marketing for uh, e-commerce brands, um, anywhere from startups all the way to eight figures. Uh, and the way it works basically is a lot of e-commerce brands, they are... Uh, E-commerce is, is very, very driven by paid advertising. Um, but a lot of the profit, like the actual money you get to keep is made through the email marketing side of things because there's no customer acquisition costs and stuff like that. And so um, a lot of e-commerce brands will hire e-commerce marketing agencies to make that profit. And so basically clients who are not doing so well with email marketing or they might be doing okay, but they want to do better, um, they'll hire me uh, and, my, and my team. and and basically just send uh, emails for them uh, so they can make a, a bigger profit with the ideal goal of making, you know, depending on the type of business, up to 30% of their online revenue from email marketing and SMS. Nice. That that makes so much sense because it, it automatically seems, it almost seems, I should say, like, um, you know, the advertising, the things that they do is what kind of draws people in. But in order to keep it, I imagine, engaged, probably even upsell or do, you know, cross-sale and things like that. That happens a lot of times when if you're able to really execute well from an email marketing standpoint. Am I right by saying that? Yeah, that's exactly, that's exactly it. Yeah. That makes sense. And I think so many times, um, and I don't know if you have found this, but it's such an integral piece to be able to keep, um, you know, engaged and, you know, have your clients, you know, stay around. I think it, it becomes people get more obsessed with like getting their name out there. But once you get the people in the door, even as virtual as we're talking about now, how do you keep them? And I think a lot of people sometimes miss that piece. Well, OK, so that's yeah, that's a very always a very interesting question. So one is is the most important thing is results. Right? You got to have, you know. They pay you, you know, three, four, five thousand dollars a month. You got to make them, you know, fifty, sixty, hundred thousand dollars a month, or whatever it is um, that you're making for them. So one is always results. That's that's what's probably one of the biggest difference between B two B and B two C. B two B, like people are very like not stingy, but they they look at the numbers, and so right. that you cannot you, you can't get past that. You got to get results. And then two, uh, I would say is process of how you get results and not so much like the like the literal uh send this email at this time or whatever like i'm talking about process as in going from as in like the way you talk to your clients and how you turn conversations from clients and whatever on their business and brand or whatever and turning that into results so that you know you don't for example you don't want to bother your clients too much with what you're trying to do they, they're paying you so they, they don't have to do the work themselves uh they want they want to feel like they they're heard like their concerns are all being answered and stuff like that. So it's really uh, you know agency work is basically is also called client services, and so you gotta service the client. And a lot of that is based on not relationship building and just like how the way that you you know it's, it's like it's customer service basically, but at a at a higher level I suppose. Yeah. And I think so many times and and, I, and that's, I imagine, part of the secret sauce and you being able to kind of do that is so many times people forget about that um, aspect of, you know, servicing clients. So many times we fall in love with our product and service and the things that we do that we forget about the part of like why we're actually doing it, I imagine. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it, it's it's one of those things that, yeah, that no one really thinks about too much because they, people think that it's just about results. But uh, I found that client services and agency work is actually a very 
it's a, it's a very emotional business, um, both for the client and for yourself. Like it's very, that's why I guess a lot of agency owners uh, and people looking from the outside or from the inside, they're like, agency is very hard work, uh, not necessarily because the actual marketing or whatever is hard, but because that it's the, what's hard is, is servicing the client. Like, you know, having, being calm, <laughs> even when, when things are going bad, which things will go bad. Um, and as well as just like, uh, communication and, uh, and, and yeah, like things that go beyond just the marketing aspect that you're doing. Yeah. And, and it kind of just reminds me of, um, I don't know if you've heard of the, the, the book, the E-Myth, where a lot of times people are really great at something like we mentioned, we've been talking about obviously about marketing, uh, but we sometimes forget about those other, I don't know if I, I want to call them soft skills, but they're probably just as important, not as important as you being able to execute is being able to, to you know, connect and, and, and speak with the clients that you're working with. Yeah, exactly. It's, 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 yeah, like I said earlier, it's, it's client services. You can't, you had, you got the service part, but just the client part too. And so it makes it so emotional. And if you could, if you can do both things, uh, then the agency business is actually pretty, it's pretty sweet. It's like, it's pretty, you know, stable, like economically, the cash flow is great there. Um, it's very product market fit is easy to find and stuff like that. So, but uh, you do have to learn the soft skills. Absolutely. And usually a lot of people have, you know, um, one or the other, you're either really great at, you know, speaking with people, engaging, maybe even closing sales, but you may not be able to execute or on some, and there's people that are able to execute well, but a lot of times um, the stressors, the things that pop up and all those things, they're not able to navigate that as well. So you want to be able to marry the, the two of those. So it's awesome that you've been able to do that. Yeah. Okay. I've been, been fortunate enough that the clients I've gotten, um, have been, they, they've been good clients. So I have not, I don't have much to complain about. Right. That makes sense. So, um, I wanted to switch gears a little bit and I wanted to ask you for what I call a CEO hack. So this could be like an app, a book or a habit that you have, but what's something that makes you more effective and efficient? I wouldn't say there's that like a, an app or a book or something like that. I'll say more of a habit. And that is, is it actually is well actually I don't know what book this is from, but um, but basically the idea is whatever is most important to you uh, for the business or whatever, do it in, in the very first in the day. And ideally that it's so important that like if you only did that one thing, it would be like even if you did nothing else, that would be you know really worth it for you. Um, in terms of just like activity-wise. So um, the, that's basically been by far the biggest thing, like, uh, just doing the most important thing first thing in the day, whether that's something like lead generation, right. Whether that's even, or just like myself, it, it could just be like working out, like, you know, maybe you, you need to work out so you could feel good. So you could do whatever work you need to do for the rest of the day. Um, so whether it's personal or business and whatever it is, do it first thing in the day. And then, uh, you kind of like, you go from basically most important to least important as you go on throughout the day. Awesome. 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 So uh, I wanted to ask you for what I call now a CEO nugget. So it's a little bit more of a word of wisdom or piece of advice. I like to say it might be something you would tell your favorite client, or if you hopped into a time machine, you might tell your younger self. The most obvious one is what I would tell myself. And the problem that I had uh, when I was younger was because I, I got started in the internet marketing space. Uh, a lot of that space, especially in the, like I was really into like the info products, specifically info products. And the whole info product space is about, you know, get paid to teach people what you know, 
about your passion and stuff like that. If you're passionate about a thing, you know, someone else will teach you for, will pay you for your advice or whatever. And with that, it basically kind of brainwashed me. It's all about passion, right? Uh, but as I, as I've gotten more experience into business, it's a lot, I've always uh, I've come to realize that it's a lot more about skill and just what are you good at? Because, uh, and then once you, once you do that, if something's working, you want to stay at it regardless of whatever happens because uh, success is actually really hard in business. Even if it's just like making full-time money, it is hard. Um, not impossible, but it is hard. And, but a lot of that is, it comes down to, can you do the thing that gets, that provides value? Um, if I'm, if I was a horrible email marketer, I would not have been able to do, uh, uh an agent, uh, an email marketing agency, right? There's, there's a reason why I have an email marketing agency rather than a paid media agency. I have no idea how to do Facebook ads. Um, so, but I do know email marketing. And so if I were to like go back and tell my younger self, uh, what to do differently, it would just come down to, uh, look at what your strengths are and then build off off of that and it turns out that my strength in particular because i started out as like an email marketer uh, copywriter was writing so i always found that my best um, results came from whether it's a writing an email writing a blog post writing a facebook post whatever it is if it was related to writing i do well and so that's what i would tell myself because i was very against that i wanted to try all these different things um but yeah, I would go back and tell myself, hey, you know, focus on what you're good at. Absolutely love that. And so I wanted to ask you now my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. And we're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on the show. So Dan Avere, what does being a CEO mean to you? So ultimately, uh, being a CEO is, is just kind of like uh, putting groups of people to, you know, head in, a, in the same direction, whatever direction that is for you, whatever goal that is for you. But ultimately, when you're when you're doing that, you are what you're mostly doing is, is handling or talking or trying to uh, direct people. And so, uh, ultimately, I think what being a uh, CEO means is kind of like less about being like the guy who, who like architects like a business or whatever, like a, like a business plan, um, but more like someone who I guess I don't know would be the right word, not like a not like a motivator or anything, but more like a like someone who focuses on people rather than the highly specifics of a business. Well, awesome. Well, Danavir, I truly appreciate that definition. Of course, I appreciate your time uh, tremendously even more. What I wanted to do now was pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional that you can let our readers and listeners know. And of course, how best people can get a hold of you, find out about all the awesome things that you're working on. A lot of people, again, if you, especially if you're a marketer, your, your instincts to go into marketing um, but a lot of the, what you really need to do is find some type of unfair advantage, advantage or something. And usually that's going to come from the culmination of all your experiences and all your uh, failures and successes and people you've met and stuff. And so if you can uh, basically go back and look at everything you've ever done and see what's always worked for you uh, and then doing more of that, um, I guess it's kind of like a shortcut. So um, but yeah, uh, other than that, uh, in terms of where to find me, uh, you can always find me like on Twitter at Dan Rosaria. And if you want to, uh, hire my email marketing agency, uh, go to supplydropmedia.com. 
Awesome. 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 And, and to make that even easier, we'll have the links and information in the show notes that everybody can follow up with you. I, I love that last point. Um, I think so many times when we're looking for, um, you know, solutions to problems, trying to figure out like what to do or where to pivot or, you know, what to change. So many times we look outward for, you know, those answers. Uh, I love that last, you know, kind of nugget and even a hack at, at that is like the answer is often within and to look at the things that you do sometimes come naturally, come easily that we don't give ourselves credit for. Those are usually the strengths that from an agency standpoint or really from any business owner, owner standpoint or CEO standpoint, you want to lean into that because that's usually that's your competitive advantage and your secret sauce as I like to say. So um, truly appreciate that. Of course, appreciate your time again, my friend, and I hope you have a phenomenal rest of the day. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by CB Nation and Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. I Am CEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Want to level up your business even more? Read blogs, listen to podcasts, and watch videos at cbnation.co. Also, check out our I Am CEO Facebook group. This has been the I Am CEO Podcast with Gresham Harkless Jr. Thank you for listening.